0: Hi, my name is Lainey Steinhardt, and you're listening to Texas Tasty's 512 Degrees, where we talk to chefs, musicians, influencers, and foodies alike about their lives. During our podcast, you'll hear interviews with our guests, and towards the end, you'll hear a groovy zap indicating our finishing lightning round of questions. Today's guest went on to host the Emmy-nominated series, Sandwich King. Now he's a co-host on Food Network's The Kitchen, has made appearances in popular shows like Cut Through Kitchen, Beat Bobby Flay, and Guys Grocery Games. He also has a new cooking show, Kitchen Crash, and a new cookbook and podcast called Come On Over, and a new Spice Fix. Without further ado, our guest today is Chef Jeff Morrow. Hi, Jeff. How are you today?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. This is so exciting for me. I'm a big (laughs) fan.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. Great. It's a good start. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. I was um I was talking to my dad the other night and my, me and my family we were huge fans of the Food Network star. And I was actually 10 years old when you won season 7. So, I think little Lainey is freaking out right now. Oh
1: my god. Well, so you have to be 20 now, right?
0: <laughs> About to turn 20. Yes. All right.
1: You well, know, 10 years ago, so amazing. <laughs>
0: but uh, you've had such a successful career since then. And just for audience members who um, may not know, can you just introduce yourself and explain to everyone who you are and what you do?
1: Uh, my name is Jeff Morrow. Uh, I'm a chef, author, television host of the Kitchen on Food Network as well, as Sandwich King and Kitchen Crash.
0: Wonderful. So where did your love of cooking and food first start?
1: Um, probably just from growing up in a, a big hungry family, uh, we always had company over. We always had a ton of people, which requires a ton of food similar to to love, right? you know and it was entertainment and it was you couldn't gather without a lot of food. So I learned the power of food very early on. So I was like, I can do this. I want to do it professionally.
0: I love that. Do you think coming from a big Italian family, do you think this influenced your cooking?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, just like I mentioned, it was always around the food. And, you know, you learned that it's just another form of entertainment is eating. And I was always a natural entertainer. And plus, being Italian, we had great food. (laughs) We take it very seriously.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You were a comedian before you kind of entered the culinary TV world, which I think is such an epic combo because I think laughter in the kitchen is always the best. Do you have a? And you're also a dad. Do you have any really good dad jokes up your sleeve?
1: This is the one. This is really the only joke I I, I know because I I'm terrible at uh, you know re- recalling jokes. But I, I I tell my son this one all the time. What did the What did the What did the snail say when it was riding the turtle?
0: What? Wee! <clears throat> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that was really great. So after Food Network Star, you went on to do Sandwich Gang. Um, so why sandwiches?
1: Um, because I I come from a, I mean, I have a very long, uh, illustrious deli background. Uh, it was one of my first jobs growing up and I had my own deli out of college and I've had cafes. So I've always uh, gravitated towards, you know, sandwich artistry and all the deli food, soup, salad, schmears. Sandwiches, you know, you go any culture, any city, any continent, any country on this planet, and there is a form of a sandwich. So I always knew I had endless sources of inspiration coupled with, you know, people's love and passion to the point of defending their favorite sandwich constantly online or is a hot dog a sandwich. I mean, people have many, many different opinions. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, the, the word sandwich alone is, you know, inspires people.
0: As a Sandwich King, is a hot dog a sandwich?
1: Well, that remains. You got to you gotta pick up my book, Come On Over, and uh, read my poem in there, which I proclaim. I have the definitive answer that you have to look up. <laughs>
0: so yeah, so your new cookbook, Come On Over, is amazing, 111 um, recipes. Um, how did you come up with the name for the cookbook?
1: It's Just something I always grew up hearing my mom say when she said it into the phone. It meant someone was coming on over, which meant we were eating company equals food equals fun equals, a, a, you know, a joyous, lively house. So now more than ever, uh, we're saying this word again after not being able to say it for so long. So it was, I think it was perfect timing.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I actually just ordered um, come on over on Amazon Prime. So hopefully I'm going to get to cooking and I can call people and say, hey, come on over.
1: Amen to that, Lainey
0: um so what recipe are you most excited to see people cook at home
1: from your cookbook probably my grandma's famous sausage bread which uh should uh prelude every meal and every party and every get together you ever have it's easy to do it's stuffed with shaved salami a little bit of cheese and all pepperoni and all comes together in this beautiful log that you slice and you can eat it warm or room temperature it's just so wonderful and my grandma was very famous for it so there's a really great story about, you know, my grandma in there as well. So with with the 111 recipes come a lot of great anecdotes uh, and just a little glimpse into my past and what made me who I am today.
0: I'm You're getting me so hungry. That sounds so good. You're also the co-host of the show The Kitchen with things getting better with the pandemic. Is it nice to be cooking with other chefs again?
1: being with my co-host it's you know the energy that the dynamics of our of our relationship is just is not the same when you when we're recording from home so it's great to be back in the studio
0: you also you're so busy oh my gosh you have so many different shows um your new cooking show kitchen crash is so fun um i was just watching the first episode from Pramis which is my old neighborhood i used to live just great like location. 50 minutes from there in new jersey so that was really excited to see and um, definitely makes me want to have my fridge stocked at all times, just in case you come knocking on my door.
1: Yeah, you never know, right? And it depends, you know, people, depends on the day of the week. You know, I know if you come to our house on Saturday, we might have some leftover pizza, but not a lot of provisions, you know. But if you come to our house on Monday or Tuesday, we're stocked. So it really does add a, a fun element to not only watching the show, but kind of playing from home and being like, hey, take a look at our fridge. Would would the door, let alone win $5,000 for this chef
0: Is there a craziest thing that someone has found in someone's fridge?
1: It's not so much crazy, but it was the world's largest zucchini I've ever seen that was grown in the homeowner's backyard that they plucked right from the garden and used it. It was delicious zucchini, but it was the mo- the j- most giant zucchini I've ever seen. So we encourage all the chefs to use the home made rubs, spices, hot sauces, barbecue sauces that these people make that are you know, decades old recipes just makes the food that much better and makes us connect more to the family in their culture.
0: If someone crashed your fridge right now, do you know what you'd be cooking?
1: All the fresh salmons, fresh chicken that my wife just brought from the store, a ton of vegetables. So yeah, I mean, it's up to the chef, but I'll. Yeah, we would definitely have a lot to work with.
0: You, um, you also are, a host of the podcast by the same name come on over mm-hmm. um you were an art i think i saw this you were an rtf major in college radio television film oh. um has it been fun to kind of make the switch from tv to audio
1: yeah i you know i did radio shows in college and um i i i love the vocal format of this and it's it's my baby my sister is the uh, producer and co-host and editor and everything it's a family business and my family's really the only guests on and uh it's 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 a lot of fun it's like the truest truest form of 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 myself is is on my podcast coming over and it grows and grows every week we're loving it
0: so fun um you also have a spice mix um where did the idea for this come
1: from so my line of uh we have peppers and bar rubs and meats and italian beef kits and- delivered directly to your door so uh, one of our newest offerings is my barbecue chip dust which tastes like the end of a bag of barbecue chips shaken right directly into your mouth and goes great on chicken pork it's unbelievable on salmon any smoked meat anything we also have my um, black powder rub which kind of gives your char this jump start in this amplification mimicking what you get at the world's fanciest steakhouse but coating your this crusty char with seeds in it and garlic and turbinado sugar and uh you know, dehydrated onion, all these beautiful things that cling to your chop so well.
0: Gosh, now I have a new idea of what to get my dad for his birthday. There I you think... go.
1: Smart. <laughs> so you're gonna win birthday. You're gonna win his birthday. It's all about, right? Do you have siblings?
0: I have a younger brother. He just left for college, oh, which boy. is crazy. Yes. Um, but I think that last um, Father's Day, I got him a a, a homemade um, hot sauce kit. It <laughs> didn't go very well, but I, I think this is the next thing I need to get him.
1: Well, he's it's very simple. Like our, our Italian beef, uh, you know, you can heat up in two minutes. And our Chicago cheesesteak is a quick sear on our shaved ribeye with our taylor street cheese sauce which is like the best cheese sauce you've ever had or jardinera peppers everything he's gonna love it a lot easier to do than making hot sauce too
0: oh my gosh sounds delicious okay so if you could eat one meal for the rest of your life what would it be
1: pepperoni pizza
0: Ooh, that sounds easy sounds good too what is one thing um you would put on your bucket list
1: um, I want to go gorilla trekking in Rwanda.
0: Whoa, that sounds super cool. <laughs> um, what is your guilty pleasure?
1: Um, I don't know, like you know, fast food cheeseburgers in the car, <laughs> nobody looking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten?
1: Uh, probably Stingray in Malaysia, barbecued Stingray.
0: Whoa, did that taste, like, similar to chicken?
1: No, it tasted like, like, Skate Wing, if you've ever had that.
0: I haven't, but it sounds interesting. Very, very good.
1: It was not bad at all. It's a lot better than you think it would be.
0: I, uh, I go to college in Texas, but, uh, I live in Florida at the moment, and I live right on the Everglades, so it's pretty popular around here to have, like, grilled, like, alligator, Ooh. which... I've been too scared to eat, but everyone says it tastes like chicken.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if I want something that tastes like chicken, I'd probably just eat chicken, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Stay away from
1: those, those ancient alligators. I don't know.
0: <laughs> um, This is my favorite question. Um, If you can travel anywhere in time, it could be to last week, 10 years ago, um, to the future, where would you go?
1: I would go to... Oof. Any time in the future. So the time I would go back to is in May of 1977 at Cornell University. And one of my favorite bands, the Grateful Dead, played a, a legendary set at Barton Hall at Cornell University in May, May, May 8, uh, 1977. So that's where I would go, be there.
0: That's an awesome answer. My dad is a huge deadhead. so oh, nice. So well, I got- would know. Yes, <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. I went to a sleepaway camp down the street from where um, Woodstock was. Oh, wow. So, uh, so yeah, Deadhead definitely uh, runs in my family. So, I, I love that answer.
1: All right, love it.
0: Um, so, if you could be my final rapid lightning question, would be if you could be any flavor of ice cream, what ice cream flavor would you be and why?
1: Oh, chocolate peanut butter, like the Baskin Robbins kinds with giant ribbons of cold frozen peanut butter in it that's my favorite and that's I think that's what I embody I'm very hearty and filling
0: oh that sounds so good uh so my final question um what's next for you in your career
1: you know what more shows uh, coming out uh, in the new year uh plenty more uh, the kitchens and hopefully more kitchen crashes in your future And that's it. Keep doing the podcast and selling meat and peppers. (laughs) I got enough right now.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm so excited to listen, to watch, to eat. Um, And this was so wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much. You have a great afternoon.
0: Yeah, same to you. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to see more from Chef Jeff Morrow, you can follow him on Instagram at Jeff Morrow. You can purchase his spice mix, Mara Provisions, at maraprovisions.com. And you can listen to his podcast and purchase his cookbook at comeonover.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, give us a follow at The Texas Tasty on Instagram and Twitter. Upcoming episodes and more can be found wherever you get your podcast. This is Lainey Steinhardt, signing off.